The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. From the Science Summit at the Radisson Blue Hotel in Little Island in Cork. As some of the topics we've been discussing. This one from Tim. Darwin's theory of evolution suggests that humans will evolve technology to the extent that technology itself then evolves beyond humans and it, AI, then capitalizes on the survival of the fittest where humans may not be needed. Can't understand the inexorable mark, march of technology at all costs. Need to take a step back for the consideration of humans humankind, as says Tim. I was watching a series where the characters were freaking out about a mouse infestation. Immediately, ads started showing up on my iPad for vermin extermination. I teach kids coding in our club three weeks to do a project instead of three months using chat GPT. It's amazing. Autonomous soldiers, frightening prospect. Ensure your software is better than the software of the bad actors, uh, says Ray. AI is merely technology that has been packaged and sold to us as something more special than it is. For example, we had predictive text in our Nokia phones in 2001. Uh, Chat GPT is merely a development uh, of that. And there's lots more on Israel as well, which I'll bring to you later on in the show. But continuing our scientific themes, antibiotics are one of the best scientific discoveries ever. However, the more of them we take, the more our bodies learn to fight against them. We want to know what does that mean for the future of our microbiome? Well, joining me now to talk about this in more detail is Professor Paul Ross from AOC Microbiome Ireland and winner, congratulations, of this year's Researcher of the Year Award, Paul, good morning. Thanks, Pat. Yeah, um, good morning. And thanks for having me on. Now, uh, talk to me about um, antibiotic resistance. We've heard about it for ages, and particularly in relation to things like tuberculosis, where you'll have resistant strains coming up. But this could apply more widely to other uh, conditions that we use antibiotics to treat. So is it inevitable that all the antibiotics we have thus far will eventually be defeated by the bugs? Well, if we don't do something about it, Pat, I think it will. The World Health Organization this year said it was one of the 10 biggest threats to human society. Um, So bugs, antibiotic resistance is where bacteria that are infectious bacteria become resistant to antibiotics, and the antibiotics are no longer um, useful against them. And part of the problem it's not just an evolutionary thing where the bacteria become resistant to the antibiotics. Mm. It's also that it, the clinical development pipeline for antibiotics is drying up completely. And of 32 um, new compounds that are being tested as antibiotics, only six of them are being seen as innovative. And so there is a real need to come up with new antibiotics um, at the moment, like if, if, you, if you think of COVID, say, for instance, with COVID, COVID in nearly three years has killed about, say, about very nearly about 7 million people. Antibiotic resistance continues to kill about 5 million people a year. And the WHO came out this year and said, by 2050, that number is going to be 10 million, unless urgent action is taken. And... We believe. Yes. Paul, I was just wondering, there is another approach, isn't there? And this is where uh, looking at the microbiome itself to become more robust, 
because you know our tummies are full of these uh, bacteria and some of them yes. most of them are the good guys that keep us healthy and fit and so on and then we get an infection of a bad one and our own microbiome is not tough enough to fight it so we need the help of uh, an externally produced antibiotic what is the alternative solution to those antibiotics well, the alternative solution is that a lot of those antibiotics are broad spectrum, you know, like from Alexander Fleming, they cut their, their interkingdom. And so you have fungi producing antimicrobials, which kill bacteria. Part of the problem is that those, a lot of those antibiotics are what we call broad spectrum. They'll actually almost completely wipe out your microbiota. And you, you that collateral damage then allows pathogenic, resistant bacteria to flourish. In bacteria themselves, they produce a lot of antimicrobial compounds. Some of them, such as bacillus, can produce, have, have, they're like a tank, they have almost 10 different antimicrobials. A lot of them are what we call narrow spectrum. They'll only kill bacteria that are like themselves. And so yeah. using narrow spectrum, you can go in and you can, target particular pathogenic bacteria, such as MRSA, methicillin-resistant Staphylococcus aureus, or vancomycin-resistant enterococci, the VRE we call them. These are causing huge problems in hospitals at the moment. And what we're trying to develop is we're trying to develop antimicrobial systems that go in like a sharpshooter and just take these bacteria out while you know have, having a gentle effect on the rest of the microbiome. Unlike okay. using, say, so just to, to clarify, are these uh, agents then uh, bacteria themselves? I mean, you talk about the antibiotics which are typically developed from fungi, uh, but now you're talking about are you uh, bacteria which then attack other bacteria which are weaker than them? That's a very good question, Pat. You know, there can be things, metabolites that are produced by the bacteria, such as bacteriosins, which are small peptides that can act like antibiotics, but they can be the bacteria themselves. And the bacteria themselves can be inhibitory. And so you could take, say, a, a, if you like, a, a probiotic that would displace the uh, bad bacteria in your intestine. And that's a, th a process we call colonization resistance. And so they can be, but the answer to your question, Pat, is they can be a live bacteria or they can be a, a bacteria that uh, are, are a a particular protein that or metabolite that the bacteria that the bacteria make themselves. Okay, but the net effect of this is it goes into your tummy, it goes into your gut, and it uh, looks at the, for the bad guys, finds them, does away with them, leaving everything else intact. That's the, yeah, that's the hypothesis that's anyway. That's the holy grail. <laughs> That's the only great. Okay. I, now, you, you have got the award for Researcher of the Year, so it suggests to me that you're, you're well on the way to the Holy Grail. So how far away from this are we? Well, um, we're very, I, I, I think we're very close. In, in terms of time, it may be, you know, four or five years, I would say. We have a, a spin-out company of APC Microbiome Ireland called the DSO. And in the last two years, that has gone into clinical trials in the States against a, a dangerous pathogen, one that causes antibiotic-associated diarrhea, which is often fatal 
in elderly people caused by Clostridium difficile. And so, um, together with Colin Hill and the who leads the antimicrobial group of myself, we have a whole panel, a whole arsenal of these um, antimicrobial producing strains lined up. And we continue to find new ones. Um, is there a question of using, and we've been talking about this earlier in the program, AI uh, to quickly reduce the number of candidates? Yes, there is, actually. And, and we're starting to use AI now as well, because what you can do is you can search in the kind of blueprint and the sequences of metagenomes, we call them. And so this would be where you go in and you sequence multiple bacterial genomes. In, in some cases, we kind of know what we're looking for because a lot of these antimicrobial peptides have similar features. They can be very different to each other, but they can be in different classes. And so we can look for different classes for them. We can then, by studying these in the lab, by taking these peptides that are produced by bacteria and testing them against these panel of really dangerous antibiotic resistant strains, we can come we, we can, if you like, learn using AI uh, how the actual structure of the peptides relate to the activity that we see with them. Now, Paul, a final question. You may not be able to answer this, but it comes from a listener called Angela. Could you ask the professor if there's any way of clearing pseudomonas from your body because this bacteria uh, is resistant to most antibiotics? Yes, that's a very good question. And pseudomonas is a, a very much an aero, aerobic organism. And so that means it, it thrives well in air, not it can't grow without air. And so you'll find pseudomonas on your skin and you'll find pseudomonas in your mouth and in your lungs. And, and it's particularly dangerous in people, say, with cystic fibrosis. And we had, uh, Colin and myself had done quite a lot of work looking at in this particular case, it wasn't a peptide that was produced uh, um, by a bacterium, but was a bacterial virus called a bacteriophage that kills Pseudomonas aeruginosa. And particularly organisms that form a lot of mucus, ones that would cause a lot of problems in, in your lungs. We believe okay. that these bacterial viruses can clear Pseudomonas really, really well. Very good. That's good news for Angela when it uh, becomes widely available. Thank you very much, uh, Paul. That's Professor Paul Ross, uh, who is winner of this year's Researcher of the Year Award from AOC Microbiome Ireland. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9 a.m. on News Talk.